0: Hey, it's what I do, man. It's what I do. All right. You're, oh yes, great. Uh, that that's a great action movie. Some people want to say that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, but we know that they are all that, uh, correct. Up. Correct. They are incorrect. all incorrect. They are incorrect. Incorrect. correct. They are all correct.
1: Correct. They are all correct. Correct. They are all correct. Your Mike's coming like, in. Mike's coming in hot on his mic, Eric.
0: Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't want to hear any of this junk. You know what you need to watch? It's a movie, I think it was on Netflix, called Love Hard. And it's not some weird porno flick. But are you sure? It's like a combination of Love Actually and Die Hard. And you're just going to have to. It's it, it's actually a fairly cute, low-budget rom-com. And I like rom-coms for the most part. So I, you know what? I need to tell my wife that we need to watch that again. What are you shaking your head at me for? No, no, no. You disappoint me, sir. You disappoint me. All right. I think it's time for us to get into the show. Are you ready? You're not. Oh, good grief. This is going to be a. No, you are. I can't. I can't. Oh, oh my gosh.
2: We're ready.
0: That. You are. You're trying to kill me, but never mind. hey, 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 backloggers. I think we've got ourselves another After Dark episode here with yours truly, Mathman 1024. And I've got some of the hottest gamers here. We're talking about people that have got dad bods. We've got Blaze Knight. We've got Skinny Matt. Show us what you got. That's right. Moons out. Goons out. Or something like that. So this is our (laughs) That's not what you think it is. That's not like an like some kind of slang that the kids are talking about these days. Skinny Matt. You need to keep your head out of the gutter. It's not can't be in there. Ugh, it's too big heavens. to fit. Uh, I'm gonna keep on going. I'm gonna keep on going. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Why was I ever allowed to experience things like innuendos? Okay, so here I we go. Saw
1: my head in the gutter, dude. My head's this big, and gutters are only like that big. It,
0: it, I'm not saying the, anything. We're just the gonna me, me, no, the measurements
1: just, don't. The math doesn't check out. You should know that, math man.
0: We are. I don't know what kind of gutters you have up there in you know fancy New York, but down here, well, we are. nope sorry, that's the that's the wrong accent for where I where I live. You went Georgia. So down here. It. Down down here. We got ourselves guns, and we got ourselves horses and ranches. Our gutters are big, big as Texas is wide. Now, I know this will come as no surprise to everyone out there, but here at the Backlog Busters, we are filled with all kinds of games to talk about, especially our games of the year. I have my list, and I'm sure you fine gentlemen have lists as well. Wait, we need so, a list?
2: No one told me.
0: Woo, look at that list. Look at that list. Oh, look at that. In pixelated glory. Yes. So I, oh, yeah, I was about to say, I, I forgot to make my number three. So I did find my number three. But you, why'd you hold, only hold up one finger? Isn't that your number one? No, it's like the, the, the one thing I needed left to do.
1: Oh, I've, okay.
0: So we've got a plan. I have a plan. I hope we can stick to it. As long as we don't get derailed and we don't get distracted, which should be okay because Hoots isn't here. We know when Hoots is here, he really gets us off the rails talking about, you know, socks for Christmas. And I don't even know that, that boy, I don't know. Maybe it's because he has daughters. You know, fortunately I'm daughterless, so I don't have to worry about my mind. You're just being completely crazy and nonsensical. Yes, yes.
2: I have daughters, multiple daughters. I have eight, I have eight daughter. That's one, not three. All right. So new mission, take the podcast completely off the rails at every possible chance. Got it. Oh, great. Well, you know what? Now I'm
0: sorry. I forgot that I do have two girls. They've got four legs, the cutest pups in the world. So does, does that count? No. No, no, okay, no takers. <laughs> all right, well, I really do hope that you guys are doing well. Help you I, I know that you came, some of you came ready so but before we do that, since the last time that we met, what's been your best thing? now, no plays that the last time we met, you were your favorite thing or your your best thing was that you were almost done Christmas shopping has has that task now been completed?
2: It has. Done. How do you feel? Stressed because now comes the fun part. You got to wrap it all. Oh, you haven't we rapped lost. it? How are your rapping skills? Not bad. Not bad. Well, His okay. name is Mike, and he's <laughs> here to say. Your
0: song.
2: <laughs> 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 Wrong <laughs> kind of rapping. That will make your ears bleed. Ouch. Good grief. Yeah. Brutal. That's why that, I
0: don't that do was, it. That... I. So oh, your rapping
1: would make your ears... Bl-
0: okay. Oh, oh, Math Man's rapping. You're saying that my rapping just isn't cool? Well, you better listen up or you'll be a fool. We're here with the Backlog Busters now and we're going to show you how we beat games and we buy games. That's right. We're going to be dropping the names. Okay, I'll stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Skinny <laughs> Matt. I, did, I didn't mean to cause you such pain.
2: Anyways, ¿Lo siento mucho? it's like I've been working with a bunch of kids. Oh, you just now realize that after all the gloomhaven, and you volunteered to DM D&D. Oh, you're in for a trip. Uh, but getting back on track, if I were going to list one thing as the best thing since uh, the last time we met is that I'm now on my my official Christmas vacation situation i just don't have to go back to work until tuesday which is nice nice so four-day weekend can't complain about that
0: well i bet you can if you're someone like skinny matt i play the Mm -hmm. fifth Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: (laughs) all right so matt what's been your favorite thing since last time since last
1: time, it's been a while. Uh, so
0: you got a lot to work with.
1: Uh, I got to pick the best. There's a lot just of options. Just anything,
0: anything. We're trying to make this positive. Positive.
1: Okay, okay, okay. A while ago, my wife applied to do this like travel agent stuff to book like trips to Disney and everything. She officially got the job last week. So, cheers to that.
0: Congrats. So is she working working like with a particular agency, or is she doing it just on her own?
1: With an agency, like they give her all the tools to do it. And she's just on her own, if that makes sense.
0: Oh, cool. Well, I hope that works out well for you.
1: Hey, a little extra money. Mainly because she books things. She can get like discounted hotels and stuff. So it's more for the perks than the actual income.
0: So is she going to be booking all kinds of retreats at the great wolf lodge now?
1: Uh, anytime we go somewhere, she'll book. But right now, she's booking a trip to Disneyland for somebody. So she's specializing specifically in families with children with special needs. Not that she would take clients that don't aren't working with that. But sure, sure.
0: Now, is she is she planning for Disneyland or Disney World right now? This
1: one's for Disneyland.
0: Mm. Yeah, I will say that when we've gone to Disney World before, um, you know, just the the way they have made you know accommodations for for our kids. You know, the one on the spectrum, and then especially for celiac disease, it's you know it's made the experience very very nice. Not really having to worry about cross contamination, all that other stuff. Like, oh, you're going to make sure that no one messes with this food. Thank you, appreciate that. Well,
1: good. Good. It's good to know that no one's going to spit in your food. That's that's good to know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I hope so. Um, I, I guess for me, oh, I had it and then I lost it. I don't even know. I guess I you know, finished up the, the semester, got all the grading done. So, you know, feel good about that. And the new dog is working out well in the family. So, hooray. Very clingy. Very clingy. She does not like to be left alone. That's what my wife wanted. She wanted a stage five clinger, and that's exactly what she got. All right. So, are you Ready? I'm going to stop asking that question. It's a stupid question. We're just going to go in <laughs> order the way that I see you on the screen. It's just to make it easier. So first of all, Mike, do you have two lists like you did last year? One for games that came out in 2023 and those that are older? Of course I do. All right. I expect nothing, nothing but the best from you. All right. So let's talk about your number three game of the year. And let's do uh, that came out in 2023. Let's start with that one.
2: The, okay, number three, 2023. That's going to be a Resident Evil 4 remake for me. Okay. And this is an exception to my normal rule. I actually didn't get to finish this one this time around. but um, Disqualified. I, uh, you I need had, to pick a new number three? I will do no such thing. I Use had such a on a throne time. Of lies. You're right, and I love it i had such a good time with this game uh, it was everything i could have asked for for this remake it took everything that the original did and turned it up uh to a significant degree uh it didn't cut too much of the campy silly stuff out um it's just a fantastic time i, I love the weapon system uh the extra side quests that they have in there are great so it, it's you'll. The longest Resident Evil remake that we've had so far, which is why I haven't finished it off yet. But it's just a fantastic, solid game, and I, I see why it was nominated for uh, Game of the Year at, at the Keeley Awards. Uh, this is just <laughs> fantastic, fantastic game. Uh, Leon is a, a wonderful protagonist. Not, not my favorite Resident Evil protagonist, but you know he can take the number two spot, I suppose. And, um, yeah, uh, I think they did a better version of Ashley, at least from what I've seen so far. So excited to finish up the game, but it's definitely taken my number three spot this year. It might've been higher had I finished it, but I just didn't get that far.
0: And I'm assuming you play this on Xbox. Of course. Okay. Cause we know it wasn't on switch.
2: No, no, but they do have. I don't know if they have for the for this one, but they do get cloud versions of the Resident Evil games on Switch. But I, I wouldn't go that yeah. way. No, no,
0: no. I always love it. Like there was the option to play. Oh, well, I think it was Dead Cells through cloud. Like uh, I don't think that's the kind of game you want to play through cloud. No, if Why you want RPG to give me like a, ter- to play a turn-based Dead RPG Cells on cloud, Dead Cells. That's not Dead a big Cells enough game cloud. for that. No, I'm yeah. talking about like, like doing the Xbox, you know, playing it through the cloud.
1: Oh, uh, oh! You, we thought you meant like cloud version on Switch. You got to use that. No, 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 no. Sorry,
0: sorry, Dad.
1: Yeah, it's like you trying to play Yakuza. Son. It's like trying to play Yakuza Zero through cloud. Just, yeah, don't.
0: Now, I played a lot of Like a Dragon through the cloud. But that's turn based. Yeah, I was, that worked out well enough because they're doing it on like an older Kindle. Like okay, this it's not the greatest, but if I'm gonna sit here and watch a 20 minute cutscene, it's fine. All right, so Mike, what was your uh, older
2: uh, number three? Uh, For me, my older number three is going to be Lamentum. Uh, This is a game I got on Games with Gold towards the end of that program, Uh, and it's just it's 2D uh, pixel art. Uh, Metroidvania-ish, but it's also, like, a survival horror game. Um, Really took me... I I really didn't know what I was getting when I got into the game, and I was really, really enjoyed uh, the aesthetic of the game. The pixel art was great. The theming was great. The combat was good. Um, It's a little clunky, but, like, you expect that from a survival horror... Um game. Uh the puzzles in the game weren't like crazy difficult, but they were still fun to figure out. Uh, And I if you haven't even heard of this game, I highly suggest you check it out if you're at all interested in survival horror games, especially things that are different from the mainstream. Um it's an indie game and it's generally on sale, like definitely something worth checking out. Uh has multiple endings. Um including uh, an ending where you just kind of abandon the quest to save your <laughs> wife. Uh, but did yeah, you, did depending. you get that ending? Did you get that? Oh, ending? That, I did get that ending the first time.
0: No, no. Oh, whoa. Now, how did your, how does your actual wife feel about that? Does she know that you, even though I know it's just a game, that you abandoned
2: the story? No, she doesn't know. Okay. Look, you got to try and get all the endings, but, it takes a lot of collection, like different amounts of collection to get the various endings in this game. Uh, and I don't know that anything's missable, but um, I didn't collect absolutely everything. So I didn't get like the best ending. But yeah. Lamentum. Right.
0: We'll have to go uh, uh, the... check that out. All right. Uh, so, Matt, what was your number three?
1: oh I only have one list I don't have you know
0: I only have one list too
1: I, I only have one list so you know I, I I ain't got time for that to be playing that many games I have here's my 2023 Look. list here's my retro list here's my list Look. from when I was four here's here's my Apple Look. 2c list
2: I'm looking out for our our bingo Brethren okay they need a longer list when they get to that play uh, a backlog Busters game of the year game. And even though I don't think they pick my weird indie games, they're still an option if they want to play them. Alright. Alright. Okay. So
1: what okay. did you what was your Apple IIC game of the year?
2: Oh, uh easy, easy. That was uh the, the pack in game. <laughs> Unpacking was not on that. Oh dang. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Unpacking. Uh, boy. Oh, I know what a packing is. I don't know what an Apple IIc is. It oh, just, boy. No, I'm just.
0: Uh... It's all right. Don't worry about it.
1: Oh, I just better go take so, my So, so, at this so point.
0: Skinny Matt, what was your Intellivision uh, game number three?
1: My Intellivision game number three was best played in co op, and that would be a indie game known as Gloomhaven. <laughs> And I am biased because, (laughs) first off, it came out on Steam last year, hit consoles this year, or came out on Steam a couple years ago. But to be honest, this is a game that I've always wanted to play the tabletop version, but it's like two hundred dollars, and then you also have to have like friends and. actual time and people to come over to your house or go to their house or to wherever to play it. And that's hard to do in my life. So therefore, by default, I had to settle for the digital version. Um, Plus, you don't have to take all the time to set anything up, because if anybody doesn't know from all this talk before, Gloomhaven is a very, I'm going to say, unforgiving I want to say brutal, but unforgiving dungeon crawler, and it plays like a tabletop game, because you can only move so many squares, like whatever on your actions, uh, unlike D&D and stuff, you're actually drawing cards. If, listen to previous episodes, but basically there's two actions on each card. If you do that, there's one on top one on the bottom, you get to do both, so if you pick the top action on one card, you have to do the bottom action on the other, and vice versa, it doesn't matter which card you pick, it's just, once you pick the top or the bottom, you have to do the opposite side on the other card but that's something that the backlog busters have been playing it's been fun having a little community game night on most sundays when everything works out it's getting a little crazy with the holidays and you know just like everything else life finds a way to interrupt at times but um yeah i'm just having a lot of fun with it it would have been higher except the game is getting a little revu- review bombed due to the fact that it does- the servers are not the most stable right now no, and it, is, it, it was on Steam. It was originally like a nine something and it's dropped down to like a seven and a half. It's the things on PC. The, by the way, it's games on PC, Xbox, PlayStation and Switch. And it's on PS4, Xbox One and Switch. Um, I have played it once a little bit upstairs on my Xbox One S and I've said it on this podcast before. I would not play it on switch because first off switch connectivity is just phenomenal on top of that. Um, But also the difference of the series X to the one S graphics hit, which I'm not a big graphics guy necessarily, but it's, it's, it's rough to look at on that one S and I can't imagine what's going to look like on the switch. So, but anyhow, Gloomhaven is my number three.
0: Maybe it's just one of those games that's going to come out on the switch too.
1: But yeah, it already did
0: come out on the switch.
1: Why would it come out on the Switch, too? It's already there.
2: Not as well. The Switch number two. <gasps> oh. I uh, thought I, do I said it was we have to
0: spell out Switches. everything for him? We have to spell out every E-V-E-R-Y-T-H-I-N-G-F-O-R-H-I-M. All right. My number three game of the year. Uh, I, I really struggled because I had a few that I wanted to put in the spot. And I landed on Metroid Prime Remastered game that seemed to come out of nowhere although there had been plenty of rumors about them remastering the first three metroid prime games i had the original metroid prime on the gamecube i may have i don't even know if i got halfway through it once i started playing through the remastered i realized maybe i had missed quite a lot but it was it ran beautifully it looked gorgeous there's just something about being like the only person, the the only protagonist, the only good guy, good girl, in the whole world, and around every corner is danger, or a surprise, or a, a puzzle, or you know something. You know, there's always something to find. There wasn't. I don't think there was any really any wasted space. Like I said, it was just this amazing environmental. Uh, game now one of the things i really liked about the remastered version you can call me a fake gamer or whatever was the fact that there was a casual mode or i can't remember what they called it i don't think they call it an easy mode but it definitely wasn't the the same difficulty level as for the original metroid prime and i really appreciated that because i wanted to play the game i want to experience it but i don't want to be severely punished for doing that but it was a it's a good time. And uh, yeah, really enjoyed that. I'd like to see what they do with the with the other ones. So if you haven't picked it up, I highly recommend that. Still a great game. I think. I'm trying to remember how they changed some of the controls for the Switch versus. I think you you could do like original GameCube controls on it. But I just did what they had for, for the Switch and it worked out fine, had no issues. You know, streamed the entire game. Uh, Earlier this year. So yeah, that was my number three. All right, so before we get to our number two, what was your biggest disappointment of the year? Mike, I'll let you go first.
2: All right. For me, my biggest disappointment of the year would be when I tried to play Fatal Frame 4, Mask of the Lunar Eclipse. And I found out that it uh, wasn't translated into English. They just um, put subtitles on it. And I was kind of already not in a great gaming space at that point. So I didn't end up actually playing a whole lot of it. And I was just really disappointed by that. uh, Because even the very beginning, like the subtitles are running so fast, I can't keep up with what everybody's saying, trying to read it. And I figured that would be a continuing problem throughout the game. Uh, I do need to give it another shot because it's really not a fair thing to hold against the game. I think I'll still really enjoy it when I get to it, but that was my biggest disappointment of the year uh, by far. It was just, oh, here's this game that I was super excited for and it's going to be a lot more challenging to digest than I was planning on.
0: Hmm. That really sucks. I'm sorry about that. Okay, so, uh, Matt, how about you?
1: All right, I'm going to get some flack for this one, but hear me out. My biggest disappointment of the year for me is Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And now, hear me out. It's actually not because of the game. It's because of me. The game is probably roughly 100 plus hours. And at the time it came out, and the way my life was, as busy as my, my... beginning of the year is a lot more busier than the end of the year here for me. My life was hectic. I was getting maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes of gaming hours of of minutes of gaming a night if except for like maybe one other day a week. So it's the biggest disappointment because I couldn't fit it into my schedule to play and Legend of Zelda is one of my favorite franchises. So it's on the backlog.
0: Well, like everything else, so it's interesting that you mentioned that because I also had that listed as one of my disappointments. And it's not because I couldn't find time for it, it's just that it didn't. I don't know if I felt like something was missing that was present in Breath of the Wild. So it's really hard for me to put my finger on on what it was. I mean, I'm I'm sure it's a great game, and I do want to go back to it. I'm not saying, oh, this is a waste of my money. I'm never going to touch this. I just there's something about it that just wasn't hitting me like the first one did. And I don't know if I felt like, okay, I have to do like I know I have to get off the you know the the metaphorical great plateau. Wait, did you get but, Did you
1: get through the Sky Islands at least?
0: yeah, I got back down okay. to back down to to the ground, but then it felt like, oh, again, I gotta listen to a bunch of people talk and, and maybe I just wasn't playing it the way that I thought I was going to play it. or maybe there were some of the mechanics and like I, I'm just having a hard time, you know getting the controls down for it, and maybe I just didn't want to spend enough time doing that. but i I know I do want to go back to it, but it's not one of those games where I'm like, oh, I just I'm thinking about it all the time. like with Breath of the wild you know, I never wanted to put it down to the point where like, I was losing way too much sleep wanting to play it. And I was thinking about it all during the day. But that didn't happen with me for Tears of the Kingdom. My other disappointment is one that I have mentioned on this show before, and it's Sea of Stars. I'm not done with the game. I haven't, you know, totally trashed it or anything. But it again, it wasn't grabbing me the way that I thought it would. Based on some of the discussions that we were having about it, you know, in anticipation for this year, and then once it was released. So, so you're saying you have a big case of
1: disappointment?
0: Yes, and I did listen to the episode from last year where you used that word.
1: Oh, I got it from another podcast. It came from uh, <laughs> Coaster Radio. So,
0: okay, well, there you go. All right, so disappointment out of the way. Let's go to your number two.
2: All right, so my number two 2023 uh, game is one that I came out towards the beginning of the year, and when it came out, it just enveloped me. I was so excited to play this game, and I had so much fun for a hot flash, like 60 hours of just, here's an amazing experience for me. And it was just like, such a great experience right away towards the beginning of the year. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to get it, but I ended up being able to get the game. And that is uh, the game meet your maker. It's from um, the people behind dead by daylight. Uh, but it's a completely different type of game. If you aren't aware, um, instead of being the asymmetrical survival horror game that dead by daylight is it is um half 3d level builder and half first person shooter ish but not really because you have like limited ammunition uh and you don't even have to be use ranged weapons you can use a sword you can just go with shields if you want to i wouldn't recommend it but you can Uh, and you just go through and play uh user generated levels um And it was just such a fun time for me. I love those types of games where you're building and designing things. uh, And it had a really strong uh, gameplay loop to it. Uh, But I also think that that was the biggest negative that the game had. I'd probably still be playing it to this day had they handled keeping people invested in the game better. Because the, the downside that this game has is that in order to keep your levels like playable for to be like in the general pool of levels that people can get randomly. You have to play the first person mode to earn the currency, to keep your level um, uploaded. And then another aspect of it is as you have your level up, like you upgrade your base uh, up to 10 times, which is cool. You get a little bit more resources. You can add some more things, Uh, as you upgrade your base but after you hit level 10 and you have it up there for its level 10 like this is my level 10 base uh your base goes offline and you can't have it uploaded anymore and it has to you can like put it in the social queue but it won't be up there for random people to play and when it's in the social queue you don't gain any resources from it so that that's like they're trying to incentivize you to play more and like participate in playing levels but also earn the currency to make the levels and i get what they were going for but it really really killed what could be strong viewership for the game Mm. because you know a streamer is not going to want to sit there all day playing social levels and get no rewards for playing the social levels because you don't get rewards for playing them either so you just play them because you want to not because you get the currency that you need to upkeep your base and I, I think that's been the biggest downfall of that game. And I don't know if they've changed anything on it since, but when I did play it, it was a blast. You set up traps. Uh, you can put out up to 20, um, like, guards. Uh, and there's, they have a different variety of guards. And they have different traps that you can put out. And they have ones that shoot uh, arrows. They have ones that shoot fire. They have ones that are just, like, crushing pistons. Like there's a lot of like different cool traps and they've added some even since um, they have what are called hollow cubes and like, they'll like disappear if you get close to them and they'll reveal something behind it and then chaos can ensue. And I think one of the coolest features the game had is also like the main gameplay loop. When your first person shooter mode is you have to get to the end of the base and grab the genetic material. And then you have to get back out. So after you grab the genetic material, second wave activates. So you can have a whole new set of things occur on their way out that didn't occur on the way in. And so it just really makes it a much cooler like experience going back through and seeing what's different. And, de- and then designing for that is really cool, too. And so I just had a really great time playing uh, Meet Your Maker from Behavior this year. And, and I, it, it's a great game. It does have some flaws. But if you're into designing levels and beating levels, it's definitely worth checking out.
0: Okay, nice. And what was your game from yesteryear?
2: Uh, my game from yesteryear... Uh-oh. Did I lose you guys?
0: No. Still see you.
2: Okay, my screen is blank, but I'll tell you anyway. My game from yesteryear was... Life is Strange True Colors, which I know isn't as much of an indie game, but bear with me. Uh, I played this one with my daughter, Um, had a really good time with it. Um, I love these uh, heavily story based games where, you know, your choices matter and it makes a difference. And we just had a really good time playing through True Colors. If you're familiar with, you know, Telltale Games or the Life is Strange games or um dark pictures anthology you'll know kind of the 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 flow of the gameplay it's more about making choices than anything else but it's fun to see the stories play out and have your choices make a difference uh and one of the the coolest things that true colors has that none of the other ones have had is it has this whole like chapter dedicated to like (laughs) it's kind of pathetic actually when you think about it but it's dedicated to them like putting on a a larp a live action role play and it's all and like (laughs) it turns the game into like a very basic jrpg for like that part of the game and it was just a really cool thing to see in a game like that so another one i highly recommend uh if you've never played life is strange true colors
0: All right. Very nice. And Matt, how about you? Let me get my list brought back up here. The number two, if
1: I can be smarter than my phone, would be the indie darling that everybody loved last year, Inscription. It's a game that I started earlier, and then kind of when things got busy, walked away. But I finished it uh, during... uh, I ended up finishing it during Extra Life. So, to keep it pretty spoiler-free, if anyone doesn't know, Inscription is a it's an indie game, but it is a deck-building roguelite uh, escape room. Yes, that's it. That's it. And when you're sitting there at the table playing against Leshy, trying to get through, you got your deck of cards. Some of the cards kind of talk to you, but and you're trying to defeat his deck of cards and and he puts on the mask, it's kind of simulating the other characters you're running into. And then when you fail, you die, and he takes the one of the coolest parts is the fact he actually takes a picture of you. And then <laughs> that um because the cards are pictures, and then you take it's that card. card then you take that card. And uh sorry, just because the echo. You can edit that out. Um, anyhow, as he takes a picture, quote, takes a picture of you, what it uses, one of your cards in your hand, and you can pick, like, how many, uh, I forget what the term they use, but the what you need to cast it to play, because sometimes you'd have to have to sacrifice a card on your that you already played, or two cards, or three, or bones, if they're skeletons, you collect them, and then how many hit points and what it does. And, well, it was kind of cool, because learning it, you'll die several times the first time, and I started naming Cause at the time I was streaming that when I started, so I was naming some of the cards after the people, the con some content creators would stop in like, you know, uh, quest for pixels or Tony or something else from the, uh, Nintendo dads. Right. But anyhow, that's just a really cool function that they have with that. Um, and then there's other features where to get other cards you need, you kind of have to step up from the table and solve different puzzles. There's the escape room thing. I'm trying to be very vague because I really don't want to spoil it. Because if you know what's going on, it's going to totally ruin the experience on this one. Um, so, But as everyone says, that game really goes places because I, I can't even explain it, what it is where it goes and other parts, but it's very cool. Highly check it, highly recommend it. It's on everything. It goes on sale fairly often. And I think a full price, it's maybe only 30 bucks. Uh, When I got it, I was originally playing it because it had hit game pass this summer. And then I ended up buying it on sale with game pass before it left. So, but anyhow, inscription is my number two game of the year.
0: Nice. Yeah, I know that um, Hoots played that earlier this year, and uh, even Toast for Waffle was was playing that. And he showed me, you know, some of the things. Not not spoiling anything. I went, oh, okay, well, maybe eventually I'll check that out. I do have a, a code for it on Xbox, so I just need to redeem that so that I can get a chance to play it. So my number two game. Oh, wait, that's not my number two game. Oh, sorry, it's in the wrong spot. Okay, so my number two game is Octopath Traveler Two. I is a gorgeous game, and I like the the improvements that they made over the first game. I feel like the the stories are a bit more fleshed out for the characters, and there's more connectivity between the characters, other than just the, the banter that you might hear. Oh yes, yes, no, I I, I see that. I have the exact same one. But have you played it? Of course not. No, busy, of course cause, not. Because you, you're busy right after I finish Dragon Quest. There you go. so it's a yes, yeah, really good game. I think I've put like sixty plus hours into it. I have not finished it, and so it's the you know one of the games on my list here that you know I didn't finish. But there's just so much to like about it. You know that I think what really was strange to me, what stood out to me was that the the class of characters that I really gravitated towards and I really liked using in the first game are not the ones that I'm really using in this game. So in the first game, I didn't want to use the Hunter at all. And in this game, the Hunter is is amazing, as is the Apothecary. And those two characters from the first one, I just said, you know, they're trash. I don't, wait, I don't like them at all.
1: Wait, the Apothecary and the Hunter are good in
2: this one?
0: I've got mine set up, and they absolutely wreck shop and you know what i i think back to when octopath traveler came out and i remember watching uh caro play it and she had started with the the hunter and that was her main character and she really really liked the character for me it was one of the last characters that i picked up and i went "Eh, i just don't really care much for that ability but now that that was the so i think this time i started with the thief and then i went to the hunter hundred was really really good. The things that you could do with her and it's like there are a lot of similarities between what you could do with the characters with the character classes in the first game versus the second one. So they add all these extra again it's very similar but they make subtle changes and then some of the path actions are different whether it's at nighttime or during the day. So, yeah, that was my number 2 game. Uh again, I got to go back and spend more time in that and just wrap things up uh but still really really good and just a gorgeous game visuals and sound all right so now we're going to move on to our biggest
2: surprises of the year so mike start us off well my biggest surprise i might have already ruined the surprise earlier but my biggest surprise was lamentum Just walking into that game, I didn't know what to expect. I thought it looked kind of cool, but I wasn't expecting a lot from, you know, Games with Gold game. And I was really shocked with just how engaging that the the game ended up being. So that was my my biggest surprise. I've, I've already talked about it a fair amount, so I won't linger.
0: Well, do you have to let it linger? Do you have to? Do you have to? No, right. All right. So that old Game Pass game or the games with gold game was your surprise. I always like that. Things that you probably had in your inventory that you've had in your library and you finally get around to like, oh, this is actually a good game. All right. So, uh, Matt, how about you? My
1: biggest surprise is another indie game because I was sitting there one day, pop up. I think it was still t- called Twitter at the time. It might have been X. I don't know. Whatever the hell it's called. Still and Twitter.
0: Uh, yes, uh, Twitter.
1: Jagush uh, messaged me. He's like, hey, man, you might want to check this game out. I, I think it's going to be right up your alley. Oh, and by the way, there's a free demo on the Switch. So the game that I played that was a demo on the Switch was everybody's favorite. The game you didn't know you needed mashup you didn't know you needed, the survival horror fishing game dredge. So... I played the demo on Switch and then ended up uh, buying it on Xbox. Anyone um, doesn't know, I talk about the game quite a bit, and it's just—it's just really chill. They've since the game originally came out. If you played the demo, they've added a new paid DLC with a whole new area. That's which I have not played that part yet. Unfortunately, I have not beat the game yet because I'll play it for a bit and then I'll step away, and because I play it too much, and then I'll remember what I was doing, so then I'd start the file all over again. But since then, they've added a mode, so if you don't want to get too scared, you can turn off the random encounters. So now you can still have go out fishing it, because the problem is it's very Lovecraftian, so when you go out at night, okay. you start kind of going crazy. It's You lose start losing your insanity, so rocks pop up because you're on your boat. And uh, you can still be affected by stuff like that at night. But you're not going to get the random encounter of the giant, serpent thing attacking your boat or the giant secret crab things that look like shipwrecks that you go to investigate. Um, I don't know how much detail I want to go into this cause I've said it so much and I'm sorry. I've been saying too much about the games, but <laughs> no one hasn't played it. Check it out. The demo's on switch. It's, it's it's, it can be really chill in the daytime. And then eventually it's just like, what is going on? You'll start going and crows will come and catch your fish. The art style is just really cool. Um, It's just the whole game is so relaxing and it's so unsettling at the same time. Especially if you're a fan of Lovecraftian horror, I highly
2: recommend it at that point. See, I started up that game and it said, hey, maybe don't do the fishing at night. And so I didn't. Uh, And it was not as exciting as I thought it would be. Well, eventually it forces (laughs) you to do the fishing at night because
1: there's things you got to catch and they only come out at night.
2: You know the I really haven't played freaky a ton fish. The
1: yet. the, the really and freaky fish. The freaky fish come out at night. The
2: freaky you need night. to go and spend more time with the game for sure. I definitely do. I just there's been a lot on my plate.
0: Were you trying to get to the song The Freaks Come Out at Night?
2: Yes, that's why I
0: said okay. Cue
1: the Houdini. And
2: yes. let's. I got you.
1: I got you. I got you, Boo. <laughs> but right. um, Yeah. So anyhow, surprise of the year, dredge. According to Justin Masson, I gave him a five
2: paragraph chat of why he should play it. So. <laughs>
0: well, Seems kind
2: of tame. Honestly. Just five paragraphs?
0: Well, it's a On a, DM, five that's par- a lot. Classic five paragraph, you know essay. You have the introductory paragraph where you tell them what you're gonna tell them, the three points of your you know uh, of your discussion of your essay and then the final paragraph, the concluding paragraph where you remind them what you told them. Classic format. Classic three-point sermon there. All right, so my biggest surprise, uh, well, I kind of have two. Uh, one of them would be Hi-Fi Rush. It just seemed like it came out of nowhere and just the, the art style and the combat, it was just, Super fun. It's just a gorgeous game. Really fun to play. And again, it just seemed like it came out of nowhere. I don't think I had heard anything about it. And then you have the, the Xbox presentation and, Oh, it's going to be available. I don't know if it's available that day or in a couple of days or whatever it was. I went, Oh, this is, this is the beauty of having Xbox uh, or having game pass. Uh, The other dropped it
2: on game pass.
0: Yeah. I'm all about the game pass life. Uh, The other Biggest surprise! And it really is big. I uh, was Gloomhaven, and just getting together that community with you guys and Hoots, and you know maybe Takeda will come on as well. Um, it kind of gives me something to look forward to on Sundays to be able to hang out with with friends and you know go and beat up I don't know elite you know rabid wolf archers or whatever. So. Lots, lots. The of Inox.
2: Fun. It's always the Inox.
0: Yeah. Well, which is kind of weird because, like, the main narrator isn't Inox.
2: <laughs> hmm. Well, so the Inox
1: are the Brutes. So they're the stand typical barbarians. And by the way, as I didn't mention, we've been playing on the uh, the mode that's just for uh, the digital, the Quest Master. Is that what they called it? I forget now, but. Pl- the guild master, but there is also a standard mode that is based directly off the board game that we haven't touched because that's a little more unforgiving than when we play on easy mode and have double hit points.
0: Fifty percent more, it, hit yeah, fifty percent more. Which, which were, I was thinking about that the other day. I don't know which character it was one of the new ones. I think the the spell singer or the sooth singer, sooth singer, who had nine HP. I'm like, oh, so. Your default is six. So you go, you go through one of those traps and you lose half your HP. Very squishy. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. All right. So before we get to your number one game of the year, do you remember what you thought your game of the year would be? So I'm going to start with, with you, Mike, what did you anticipate your game of the year being?
2: I have a couple thoughts of what it could be because it's the same stuff I've been guessing for years and (laughs) one of them hasn't come out and the other one I still haven't gotten around to playing despite putting it on the I want to play this every year list. Uh, And yeah, so I think it might either have been Hellblade 2 or it might have been uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. One of those two.
0: So you did mention Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I mentioned Hellblade 2. But you didn't seem to think that it was going to be coming out. You said, well, if it does come out, then we can have a discussion about that. But you started off by saying Resident Evil 4 Remake, which is your number three. You mentioned Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 Remake. And you mentioned Jedi Fallen Order. Those were your projected, anticipated games of the year. Uh, It's a shame that Grouchy's not here because his, I'm sure, were not even close to what his actually were. Um, Matt, do you remember what yours were? The only thing I, was, I only thing I could put
1: on that list would be tears of the kingdom. Being a you did Zelda have tears fan. of
0: the kingdom. And uh, you I also, have no idea outside of that. You said sea of stars. Okay. that's another one of your anticipated ones for me. I had Chained echoes, which I didn't even touch this year. Sea of stars and Octopath traveler two, which was my number two game. So I feel like, you know, we've, Gotten some things there, and I think Blaze, I think he had mentioned something about Fatal um, Fatal Frame Four or some game that you were looking forward to playing, but I, I, I can't really remember.
2: It's a distinct possibility.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's what we thought it was going to be. So let's find out what our actual game of the year is. So Mike, hit us up. Your number one game of the year that actually came out this year. Because you have your arbitrary rules,
2: that would be to the surprise of probably no one who's been paying attention in Discord. Uh, Super Mario Wonder.
0: Ah, I don't
2: think I even knew that this game was coming out at the end of last year. I don't think anybody. Um. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody no. did. And so th- I couldn't have guessed that it would be, but uh, having played it, hundred percent of it. Uh, such a such a great game uh i love so many of the mechanics they introduced the badges are such a fun addition i just wish we had more levels designed around them uh i would we i played the the final final level and i spent probably 70 lives on that level but it was so much fun and i would love to have 10 more levels just like it tacked onto the end of that game but they're just not not there yet So I'm hoping for DLC probably won't happen, but if I can get like a Mario maker with it, I know that that's exactly what I'll get out of that game. So fingers crossed that they get the next Mario maker to have some, some aspects of wonder in it. Uh, The elephant power up or the bubble power up, uh, the drill point, I think would be interesting to see what (laughs) that would look like in a, in a maker game. But that one I could see causing a lot of bugs and glitches in the maker game. Uh, just the, the badges would be such a cool addition. Uh, it just changes the way that you approach a level. And I ended up going with like the le- like the least changes the character, but the biggest impact, and then that's the spin jump that you can get that lets you spin a little higher. Yeah. And that that was that ended up being my, my favorite one. Because it didn't have to like crouch before I did it. And I got, a, I don't know if it was as high, but a similar height and jump. And you can, you know, be falling and then still go up, which is useful. Uh, but yeah, I really, really enjoyed the game. If you enjoy platformers, I highly recommend it. Super accessible uh, because you can play as different characters who can be just immune to damage. Um, there's a lot to collect, but you don't have to collect a lot of it. You'd have to collect some of it to go on, but not, not everything. It's a great game. Right. I feel
0: like they did a pretty good job with that, where you do have to get some of those purple coins or some of the seeds, I guess it's the seeds, in order to you know move on. But they give you plenty of opportunities to, to get that. So if you just clear the levels, and you're going to find not just the seed from clearing the level, but the, other, the wonder seed as well. So you'll be able to easily progress but there is always that carrot that they have out in front of you, like, don't you want to 100% this? You know there's something else extra. Why don't you go back and look for it?
2: Yeah, that's another thing, and it came to 100% completing the game. Not only did it have you getting the coins for 100% completion, and the Wonder Seeds for 100% completion. And the flagpole. uh, Thanks for stealing my thunder. That's what I was dealing up to. (laughs) And you had to get um, top of the flagpole on every level but in order to get 100% you also had to collect as many purple coins as you could so that you could buy all of the standees and there's 144 different standees which is a lot and you have a couple of different choices for how to, to get them um, you can go random but then you can get repeat standees and you might just waste your coins or in the special world you can get to a spot where it costs Thirty instead of ten to get one in a specific category. Like if you want to grab all the daisy ones, you can just buy the from the daisy ones. Uh, but you need that for pure one hundred percent completion. But but not to get to uh, final final challenge. the name of the level is final final badge marathon or something. And that one was really cool because it like rotates you through with different badges. Kind of wish more levels did that, but I already said you know I could have taken ten more levels like that.
1: The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear.
0: Sounds like you were full of cheer with that. Absolutely.
2: Game. All right. So, what's and your uh, your older game number one? My old game number one is rotating back to the Indies, and this one could have just as easily been my surprise. Um, because when it came out on game pass, I gave it a shot and it seemed like it was going to be like a brutally difficult game. And, and then I died and uh, I was really frustrated that day and I I stepped away from it and I thought, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play this game. But after that, I got lucky and I saw that the developers we're giving away free codes for the game if you just happen to message them, and I don't even think they gave away all of the free codes for the game, that they had for on Twitter. Uh, but I ended up getting a free code for the game for Switch, and so I came back to it this year and I played the game on Switch, and I had a fantastic time with this game. And that that game is Infernax. It is pixel art, two D side scroller uh metroidvania light similar to like um zelda 2 in a way and similar to simon's quest in a way but like if they were fun and <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's so good and it has co-op i didn't get to play around with it too much because nobody that lives in my house was interested in playing it and my son moved out, so I couldn't make him do it with me, but it has a really cool concept for co-op. Uh, there are two different characters that you play as. And the second one is more, uh, like a support character. And it's just a really cool concept of uh, what, what he can do to support the main character, but it has a bunch of different, like cool alternate characters you can be. There's one that is a, like a clear reference to the evil dead, and you can play as, like, this character. He has a hockey mask on, but he's got a shotgun, and it's like this medieval fantasy world. And you think that, that oh, it's going to be easy because I have a shotgun, except where they take away your shield, <laughs> and the shotgun has big knockback, and so you can fall into pits and enemies, and, and it just it adds a lot of levels of complexity to the game that you might not have anticipated when you play as that character. Uh, There's other characters that you can unlock, uh, other versions of the main character that you can unlock with different endings that you get. Uh, Speaking of which, another game with multiple endings, including some joke endings. (laughs) One of the joke endings that you can get is if you just keep sleeping at the end, uh, eventually just like the world burns around you, and it it shows a screenshot of your character sleeping, and it's got, like, callback to Mario 2, of like him dreaming about him. He's number one. And then it's got the two, like the second and the third, just like it at the end of Mario two. <laughs> it was a, a funny ending to get. And there's, there's a lot of those like joke endings you can get in the game, but uh, it's got like a, a little bit of a morality system uh, that can affect your endings too. Uh, but and it's, it's pretty short in the grand scheme of things as far as game, like games like this are concerned. Um, it only has, six mandatory dungeons, something like that. It's pretty quick, especially once you know what you're doing. Uh, Some of the platforming can get a little tricky, but all in all, it's not too bad. Uh, If you've never heard of Infernax, I I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, I would say it's worth it at full price, but catch it on a sale if you can. I feel like it goes on sale a decent amount, and it runs great on Switch. to be a great handheld game, but I'd recommend it anywhere. All right. Sounds good.
0: Um, Matt, what about your number one?
1: My number one. Let's see. I wonder if anyone can guess what it is with how much I've talked about it this year. I triple dog, dare you? Probably not because I'm in agreement with someone else. Mine's actually super Mario wonder. Believe it what? or not. I played the crap out of that with my two youngest kids. I actually beat it with them. Didn't hundred percent it. Um, I don't want to go into too much with it because a couple things. One, I made my list up before I listened to a certain episode, and I had my notes about this game. And somebody on somebody on PSVG kind of—I sp- think he copied my list. I think Donnie hacked my phone, read my list, and had all the same ideas I did.
2: Because yes, none of I, us, none of us <laughs> listened to PSVG, so feel free to share whatever your list is. I, I don't know what Donnie said.
1: No, what what I my notes on it because I'll be honest, this game as he said was which is what I had written down as I was pretty much grinning from ear to ear the whole time playing this game oh yeah I was just it's just so much fun even playing with a eight-year-old and a five-year-old I was having fun getting a little frustrated at times because of dealing with the um, different levels of play but not as bad as on 3d world um hence but um we've actually I just beat it like last week um and no it's not recency bias because this is arguably one of the best 2D platformers you can play. I know some stuff's a little easy, but like the fact that the challenges change so much. Outside the fact you got the badges, so you can use whatever badge works for your play style. There's so much heart in this game, which has been missing from Mario for a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean that's it's, I'm sounding pretty cliche because this is what a lot of people say about the Mario games, but. Just to sit there and the scenes when things start singing at you. There's boards where you have to run and jump to the rhythm of the music to succeed. There's boards where you're just going around looking for random blocks to find it. There's so much variety. It's so much fun. Trying to find hidden exits on other boards. I mean, it's... How can you not smile? It is Mario at its... Mario platforming at its best, it it totally deserves to be up there with Mario uh, Super Mario World. I think that right now in Super Mario World are my 1A and 1B, and I can alternate every other day for best Mario game. So
0: yeah, I, Super I agree Mario with-
1: Wonder, I cannot wait to go back and play it by myself since I got rid of the time limit and go back and just go through and really explore the levels. Because some of those levels, I was just dragging my kids through.
2: hmm
0: yeah, I mean, I agree with what you said. I, I don't know if I was just had a lot of anticipation for. it. I, I don't even really think that I did. It was just one of those games that I ended up pre-ordering kind of at the last minute, like just a couple of days before it came out. I went, I, you know, "Sure, you know what? I think I probably need to get this." And as soon as I started playing it, I went, "This, it, it just, it felt so good. It was like, you know, the first time that you're playing Mario Three or Super Mario World." Where it's familiar yet there's just something about it. Everything seemed to pop. Everything seemed to be so alive. There's so much character, so much I feel like so much love that was poured into the game that made it just I don't know, it just reached deep down inside of my gamer heart and you know, reminded me of like, oh, it's good to be a gamer. And it, it's okay to have games that are fun, that don't have to be gritty, that don't have to be full of blood. And it's just just full of whimsy. That's the word I kept using for that to describe it. It's Would just, you
1: say it was full of wonder?
0: Keep yeah. uh, 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 uh. that changed, you filthy animal.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I got to ask you guys, what, what character did you play as in your runs? Of really? Of Do you really have to ask me that?
0: Yeah, you I'm, you I'm thinking you're a probably a
2: Nabbit guy. Like, you definitely <laughs> seem like a Nabbit guy. It was Team Luigi all the way.
0: <laughs> I think I started as Mario, and then I, the next time I played it, I think I did maybe Peach. And then I think I probably just stuck with her because I never, like, exited the game. So, I don't know. See,
1: I couldn't play. I tried playing as Peach, but every time I did, I wanted to try to float. I had to <laughs> stop playing as <his> Peach. <laughs> I had to stop.
2: All right. So, we know that the, the float jump was your favorite badge then, huh? So you can play like Luigi.
1: Yeah. I, that's, that was my favorite one to use, but then uh, I don't have them all open, so that's why I'm looking forward to get back. I'm trying to put some time between it, and I'll probably go back this summer. And. Because my plan for next year is, I'm playing one quote Xbox game and one Switch game at a time, like at the same time. So that's a good idea. I, I I'm gonna that's gonna get thrown into my rotation later next year once I get some time between and work on some other stuff that I'm trying to clean up in terms of my backlog, which just keeps growing and growing. And growing.
2: <laughs> I fully intend to replay it, and I, and I'll instead of playing as Daisy, who's who I played as this time, because you never get to play as Daisy. Uh, I'm going to go through as one of the Yoshis and see just how Do- different the game feels with a Yoshi compared to like a regular character. Are you going to play so by yourself? No power-ups?
1: Yeah. Okay. Because I'll i tell you what. My youngest was playing with Yoshi for a bit, then he had to be Mario. And that's when the game, I don't want to say became a slog, but became a little tougher as an experienced player to play, trying to p- drag the kids through. But there's just something about when you're playing with someone else's Yoshi. And you can jump on them, and you can kind of get that little extra boost off of them when they jump, and you jump off the top of them. And but you don't have to sacrifice them, like in Mario, like in every other Mario game back in the day. Because he can yeah. still be Yoshi can still be controlled. So
2: my youngest already claimed Green Yoshi, so I can't play Green Yoshi. So I'll probably play Red Yoshi. But
0: well, we always we know that the, the the best Yoshi is the dark blue one. Nope. No, I have no
1: preference. I have no preference.
0: Always like that one because as long as I have a shell, I can fly. To me, that was the best ability from Super Mario World.
1: But that was the color of the shell that made the difference. No, the color. Yoshi too. Yeah, yep. that's I forgot. Have you
0: ever played the game? Are you just like Grouchy? You haven't played it. It's Look. why
1: if going into this, this was my that was my favorite Mario game. It's way better than three because the boards are so much longer. And there's so many more secrets.
0: Okay. It's a good thing. So that's you're why Mario around. World is superior to Mario 3. We, we, we know that. We know that.
2: So you just got to eat those disco shells and you get all the power-ups. Yes. Uh, ground yes. slams, flight. And then when it's Spit you're about to fall, you to shoot and fireballs. Fireballs. Yep. Perfect.
0: Yeah, but if you've got the blue Yoshi and you don't pick up that one, but pretty much any other, like a, a green shell... You just like press down and you spit it out in front of you. Pick it back up and keep flying. And keep flying. Yep, that's how. That's an easy way to get through some of those special worlds. That's all I'm saying.
2: Oh, uh, last time I played through Mario World, I skipped all of the, like the the, the blocks to try and play it as as, as hard as you can. Uh, I think some levels. Flying on passable. a Yoshi would probably probably make it worse. Make it like too easy, you know? I uh, aren't some of
1: the that? levels impossible without hitting the switch? towers derail uh, again anyhow some of,
2: the, some of the exits might be impossible i don't know yet i didn't get that far i can think of some of like the special worlds that might be but i might be able to pull it off with a cape we'll have to see
0: hmm. okay so uh, my number one is a game that wasn't even on my radar at the beginning of the year it's a game that i ended up borrowing i've talked about it before and I just got totally sucked into it. Couldn't wait to go back day after day. I know I need to go back and do some of the new game plus, And that is Fire Emblem Three Houses. Excuse me, that's Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, fortunately, I had some people in the community as I was streaming to give me pointers about things that were important, things that were not. But yeah, I, I think I'd seen some people play a little bit. And I guess I had a very vague idea about how things worked in Fire Emblem games, but this was—it was really quite fun. Uh, I think I picked a you know really good house characters that I really liked. Of course, there were some characters that were kind of you know not so much fun, but I would like the ability to go and
2: like Dorothea.
0: Uh Dorothea, she was good. No, you know the one I don't like. Uh, I still can. Still forget, refuse to learn his name. <laughs> what is Huber. it, Hubert? Gosh, why can't I not remember that? So I know. I Sorry, know
1: I know. got nothing on Fire Emblem. I've never played
0: one. Well, this was well. I never played one either, except for like a maybe five minutes of the Fire Emblem Awakenings demo. But oh man, it's like the the cinematics whenever you're doing attacks, and then figuring out okay. How do I want this character to be trained? Do I want to train them up as a as an archer, or as a as a fighter, as a warrior, and or or a mage? And you just you know you guide them in doing certain things and having certain actions and getting the right weapons, and you know having one support another. And it was I don't know it was just a, it was a blast. Some of the the major story battles sometimes took a long time. But the other ones where you could just sit there and kind of you know grind out for gold and experience, I guess not experience. No, yeah, I guess experience. Sorry, forgetting how how it works. And and I would do that, and I was overpowered, but it was fun because I like being overpowered. Um, yeah. So that was my that was my game of the year.
2: Ah, Such so a great game.
0: It is. I now and, and I need to get into uh, engage. So I got to start that at some point. For but sure. I got I got to figure uh, out something to do for next year because I'm all over the place. I need to like focus and actually take care of games.
2: So, I'm going to give you a heads up on three houses uh, <clears throat> when it comes to New Game Plus. Yeah. The, no matter which house you pick, the first half of the chapters are all the same. And so it makes the beginning of the game New Game Plus a bit of a slog.
0: Well, I also need to figure out how to, like, I lost all of my items, but I have, I guess, almost like the same teacher rank or something. And so I need to figure out about um, assigning points to different things.
2: Yeah, you got to go talk to the spirit chick in your room and then you can do that.
0: Yeah, I just need to figure I forget out. forget her name. Uh, so, so this, no, I should figure out exactly what that means. Cause I don't want to make a mistake and then have it be like, I, I can't undo that, but that's a discussion to have another time. All right. So I think we all had some, some great games. we were all over the place. There were only two games that we mentioned that were on each other's list. And that was Mario wonder. Um, it probably would have been higher on my list had I played more of it, but there wasn't anything that was going to take out Fire Emblem three houses from all the other stuff that I played. Um, so what about the games that just missed the list? So, Mike, what were some of your, I guess, honorable mentions?
2: All right. If I can get my Google Doc to pull up here. my I made a contenders list, and that's what I'm going to read from here. So okay. my game of the year contenders for this year that didn't quite make the cut uh, was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I had a great time playing that with Emo-esque. Uh, Sea of Stars is another one I had a ton of fun with. I just I didn't quite get to the end uh, of that one. And then Thirsty Suitors was another one that I had a really good time with. Um another one that it could have it could have fallen into the surprise, but I, I'd read enough about it to kind of know what to expect. And then as far as my um older ones, there's, there's more on this list, uh, that made my, my contender's list. I have Gloomhaven, of course, because that was that's been such a fun experience as you guys have talked about uh rocket knight hue sonic 2 i beat for the first time stardew valley was right up there uh first time i got all the way through it i spent a lot of time playing with my daughter so much fun with that but um that game's evergreen (laughs) and i'm sure i'll play it more wait real quick what are you playing it on xbox on Game Pass, but I have let's, it on Switch too. No,
1: I'm saying let's let's play some online
2: some point, some co op. Right, I'm down. Uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, uh, Mega Man X3, Knights of Pen and Paper two, and, and of course, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Because that can't you can't play that in a year and not have it at least be a contender for the game of the year. It's...
0: Okay, you got through a lot of games this year. That is, I, there's
2: a lot I didn't even count.
0: Okay. Uh, so, Matt, how wow. about you? Well,
2: my list... Mm, uh, it's, you're going to be
1: high compared to Mike. It's it's a lot shorter, so you're prepared to be disappointed. Um, a lot of my list is because there's games I just didn't beat or didn't get enough time with, so those obviously go right to the top of the list, such as Tears of the Kingdom, uh, Dredge, because I started so much, I talked about it a lot. That is... Potentially, to actually, if I can sit down with it and settle down with it, I'll be good to go. And CSRs, which, because I'm only a little bit into that. Just as a side note, I learned during my Nintendo Year in Review, I put 20 hours in the Tears of the kingdom. So, didn't know I put that much time in. As for other options that I'm looking at to potentially be, can, to look at just the play next year as I pull out my stack of stuff. God help me! I want to do a JRPG year next year. We'll see how that goes because I used to play the crap out of those. So we got some Octopath Traveler two sitting here in my hand. I got some Star Ocean the Second Story R sitting here. Look at that, still in the shrink wrap, folks. We got all three of the got all three of the Gloom Havens. I'm in mean the Gloom Havens. Jeez all three of the xenoblade chronicles i got tales of the rock look yours is still in plastic too look at that i know <laughs> <laughs> oh i got hey I got hey, the, hey wait i got wait, the not- grandia collection so any of those i got the i did beat final fantasy one pixel remaster and let me tell you what that game is dated how the hell did i like it so much growing up Woo, i had to use help on that one this time this time around because i'm old but
0: you know, I don't we, know we, we both have tales of, of a Rise, but you know it's really bad is that I bought one of those bundles on Fanatical. So it's got three other Tales games in it. Which ones? Vesperia, Berseria, That was supposed and- to be really... Those are highly regarded by the
1: JRPG. Go talk to the Moose Man and Garrett. Maybe. RPG. No, I, I, I,
0: I know. I was like, you yeah, 15 bucks for that? Yeah. And so I see you've got Lava Live there. And that's a game that the demo made me cancel my pre-order.
1: Yeah, I, I I've heard about that.
0: But I know a lot of people oh. really like it. I just, just wasn't wasn't for me. D- d- also, potential.
1: Uh, if I, I don't know if I'll really get to it. Um, don't you jump about Dragon I mean, Quest
0: Eleven? Because I know you won't.
1: Remember, we got a new trials game. We got a new mana game coming out next year. Was so, visions? I think so. Visions of mana. Yeah. So. <sighs> Yeah. What else we got? I'm looking. What else I got here? Well, Wait. You know what? Wait, wait. You know what the game? I totally dropped off my short list. No, you. You wait. Wait. Diablo Four. Oh, had a lot of having a lot of fun oh, with that. I haven't played that okay. in a minute. The first Diablo game I ever played for me, so I'm not going to go into detail. I don't know why everyone's so disappointed. No, everyone's just grumpy. It's the internet. That's why. It's and because oh, Xbox owns it. Short list right here. Beat this one with my wife this year. Pikmin Four. A lot of fun playing that the co-op. The co-op is nowhere as good as 3 Deluxe. But it was just kind of nice to help her because she would get stressed out on the boss fights and just keep tossing stones at things. Especially in the mo- the board when you had to keep taking out the other dog, the other Poochie. Another potential right here. It's on my next Switch game. will be the Mario RPG remake. We also have one of the greatest wow i'm all over the place we also have the greatest the greatest paper mario game of all time coming out next year with a nice remake remaster so
0: okay lots so, of options yeah i feel like you, you you took the the prompt and you went sideways on it yes i did because i was I've, asking if
1: I've, you want you mean shorten it to like three
0: no i was just asking for the games that almost made your list of and i went to games. games for next year i know sure I sure
1: i went i went all over the place
0: that's okay. So now we can skip you for the next. We'll segment. get to that. It's because
1: it's almost because <laughs> I I I have been up since five a.m. It's going on midnight. I'm I'm, I'm getting to hitting that second wind. Just gonna Ric Flair it and go woo.
0: Okay, so my the games that almost made the list or that I was thinking about, uh, Loop Hero, uh, played that one and you know I, I I think I I got to the point where I said you know I beat it, rolled credits on it. Um, it's really fun uh, even though it's kind of you know pixely not high quality graphics but it had a good loop to it and just that you could build up your your base village or whatever to give you better perks and as you're going around you could like place the tiles of where enemies could spawn or we might get treasures it was just really really fun just you know quick little run oh I died let me do it again and it was just had kind a of blast playing that uh, Mario Wonder. <laughs> Go ahead. Well,
1: on loop, on loop hero, did you manage to do stuff like, which that didn't make my shortlist. I didn't put enough time into it, but, uh, when you put like the, um, the, what do they call it? The vampire house. You put it next to the town, the villages, and then Mm -hmm. the villages would be overrun with monsters. But then as you defeated the thing, the village would come back and you get extra power ups for that.
0: Uh, there was, uh. Yeah, something that turns it into like a um, like Like an abandoned or something.
1: Yeah, it was like an abandoned town, like be overrun with zombies when you go through it. But then when you take out the vampire, it would come back.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I did that and you know, created the like the huge summit for the mountain pieces. You know, and I had a, I feel like I had a a really good setup going for, you know, the, the cards that I would where I could place my tiles where I wanted the, the mountains to be versus the, the forest. And I, I figured out all the different mechanics and it just, you know, I had like a you know, pretty buff guy going. It took me a while to figure out what was going on uh, in terms of like, Oh, I think I need to, you know, keep yeah. equipping a new item, not realizing that it cycles them out and pushes them away. And I get other, um, I get other resources from that. So yep. that, that was just something I had to learn. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush was on there. Um, Planet Alpha is a game that I got free through Amazon Prime Games or Twitch Games. Uh, basically, just running from left to right. It's a gorgeous looking game. It's a little bit of puzzle action going on. there. a little bit of platforming, not a whole lot. Um, but it's, it's very interesting. Played that on stream. Uh, Stardew Valley. I got further in that one than I had before. Haven't quite completed the community center, but the things I need are like fruits from trees. So it's gonna. I just have to wait for that. And uh, two games that I thought I'd just played last year, but I think they were the very beginning of this year, No Man's Sky and Skyrim played for the first time. And those games really sucked me in. And I need to go back to play uh, more of that. So what, I think this is really like a a twofold question. What are our anticipated, like the games that we're excited about for next year, And then what do we think will be next year's game of the year? So Mike, what are you most looking forward to and what do you think will be your game of the year?
2: Well, the game I'm most looking forward to is one that was announced at the game awards. I don't remember if they said it's coming out next year or 2025, because a lot of those were listed for 2025. But the one I saw that I was most excited for, the one that they showed at the very beginning of the show. Um, And it's, uh, called Harmonium, and it's about this girl who's deaf and she's signing, but she also wants to do like this music show, and she goes into this fantastical world. And it just looked like a really cool uh, game that is going to address, address like inclusion in a way that hasn't been addressed a lot in video games. So I'm really excited to see that game come to fruition. Uh, so that's my most anticipated game. As far as what I think is going to be my game of the year, I'm going to stick to games that I own this time around. Uh, I don't know how many games I'm actually going to be able to buy next year. But with that in mind, I'm going to throw out what I always throw out, but I'll probably still not get to. uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, if I ever get to play it, I think will will be near the top. Uh, I'll throw out... um, I'm looking through my list of things I want to play. If I finish it, um, Elden Ring will definitely uh, be a potential candidate. Fire Emblem Engage uh, is a candidate for sure. Um, Let's see. (sighs) Probably uh, Katana Zero. Uh, uh, This is my 2D potential. Um, I might be too far removed from it at this point. Uh, from the like the original three, but Telltale's The Walking Dead season four is another one that is, depending on how that wraps up, could be game of the year for me. Uh, I played the first three with my kids, kind of as they came out, and then when I finally got access to four, it was about the time that it was hard to get Dom to sit down and play games with me, so we didn't get to that one yet. Um, I'm probably gonna just do it without him, which is disappointing, but. Uh, I I gotta see the end of that series, so in any of those could be uh, my game of the, week, the year next year. Um, like I said, I don't think I'm gonna be picking up a whole lot of games next year. So, all right, we'll see what Game Pass brings me. Oh yeah,
1: Game Pass.
2: All right, so Matt, you have so many
0: games yeah. that you like, so no. many RPGs that are on your list of things yeah, to play next there's year. There's a lot
1: on my list, but.
0: Are you actually so you, so, so I think here's what we need to do? Because we both have lem- Tales of Arise still in shrink wrap. We need to mm-hmm. just bust it out and say we're going to play this. And Mike, you and I, we need to get to Fire and Engage.
2: All right. So make a make a Rise Your January game. Engage. Well, I, can be I, your, I have your to finish Sea of Stars.
1: I gotta finish Sea of Stars first. That's my I'm doing one Xbox, one Switch game at a time.
2: Are, are, okay, well, well, no, well, no, but I'm how playing f- how far are,
1: I'm playing them at the same time, but I'm like, listen to me. How, how far are you in Sea of Stars? Not as far as you want me to be. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I am in the process of. Um, I,
2: I just got through the flooded graveyard. Okay, okay. That's still pretty early on, but. Yes. A good place to be.
1: Without going into details. As for. What there's something we nobody mentioned on their most anticipated game of next year.
0: I haven't gotten to mine yet.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. Never mind. I'll just. What do you think? Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Your most anticipated game of next year is Call of Duty.
0: Yeah. No. No, my no, my the biggest anticipation next year is new co-hosts.
2: Yes, that's oh. most
1: definitely fired. <laughs>
2: Uh, you, you can, could probably get hoots in here i'm sure he'd do it
1: he'd do it a lot better than i would
2: <laughs> you guys are wonderful have i ever told you that you're
0: amazing <laughs> so what is your what's your anticipated game
1: i mean the easy answer is the mario um paper mario thousand year door that's the one we've been one remade for years that's the kind of default one um I'm trying to think of some other stuff that was kind of announced that's been put on the back burner, and that would actually be a game that was one of my up on my list of the game of the year last year, the year before. But I'm kind of it's I'm cautiously optimistic at this point, and after and that would be uh, the Wolf Among Us too, because the Wolf Among Us is amazing,
2: oh, such a good game.
0: All right. And, and, and so that—that's what you—you you thought that no one has has mentioned.
1: Yeah, Call Wolf Among
0: Us Two, <laughs> yes, Call of Duty. <laughs> Actually,
1: that's on every other year. So, uh, Wolf, the Wolf Among Us Two, and uh, Thousand Year Door, are my two most anticipated games. Because the Wolf Among Us Two has been delayed many, many, many times.
0: So. so, what what do you think will be your game of the year? I'm going to default the easy answer
1: would be tears of the kingdom being a Zelda fan and the 20 hours I've put in, I've enjoyed, but I just sound like a broken record after last year. Apparently.
2: All right. Are you kidding? I've been putting shadow of the Tomb Raider on my list for the past, uh, six years. Okay. I'm going to say that and possibly one of the Xenoblades. I got it.
1: Or actually, no, I'm going to go that or, uh, Yakuza like a dragon.
0: Infinite the, wealth.
1: The original, oh, turn based one, like uh, the, uh. your game of the year from like three years ago, two three years ago. Oh, Gosh,
0: yeah. Well, do you do? You have that game, or like, it's, yeah, it's I guess it's still have Game it. Pass, right?
1: Oh, I don't know. I bought it. it. They had a sale one time. It was on sale for ten bucks digitally. Digitally. Yeah, I picked it up then. It's been
0: been sitting on it. I oh, mean, if you play the game, ah, uh, then we'll have to have conversations. That game is so good now to be, pre- be prepared for long cutscenes, but it's really good. I've so been good.
2: told your Xbox might try to shut down while you're waiting for the cutscene.
0: That's true. <laughs> All right. So my most anticipated games, of course, hatch Tales. I'm surprised no one has brought that oh, up
1: because oh, oh, the anticipation is gone.
0: No, that, 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 that was a joke uh, right there. Um, So, you mentioned the Game Awards. So, I was reminded of World of Goo, excuse me, World of Goo 2 and the games that Sega is going to be releasing new versions of. So, I'm super excited about those, even though I didn't grow up being a huge Sega person. But what they showed for Shinobi and Crazy Taxi and the the others, like, I'm into this. I I would like to check those out. Uh, One of the big anticipations for me is NCAA football that's supposed to finally be coming back in the fall. It's been gone off of systems since the 2014 version. So I'm hoping that it's going to be good. I need to make sure that I keep my expectations low. And then uh, the next one that I'm greatly anticipating, which I also think will be my game of the year is Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. And I have to wait about four or five weeks for it to come out. So I'm super stoked about that. Yes, Monsieur Matt. So I have to ask because
1: now that they've gone from, is it Yakuza? That's how I always call it. Yakuza, whatever. They've called, they've changed them all to Like a Dragon. So I can't keep track of which one's which now. Is that the sequel to Like a Dragon or is that... The so, action, infinite
0: wealth means. is supposed to be the direct sequel to Yakuza, like a dragon.
1: Okay, that's
0: I thought the, so, there's, I there's one mentioned. that takes place during the same events of like a dragon, and that's the uh, like a dragon gaiden, okay, where you're playing right. as Kiryu, and that is not turn based, that is the Th- like the that's traditional beat em up action. action. Yep,
1: yep, yep. Okay. I just, since they went to the Like a Dragon, it's totally thrown me for loop keeping track of which is which. Well,
0: and then they, like, even when they were doing the Yakuza line, they just said, oh, you know what? Let's go to, um, let's go, let's call this one Kiwami, Kiwami 2 and Yakuza 0. I'm like, and I wasn't even, like, in the series to well, know what they the were Kiwamis doing. The Kiwamis
1: are the remakes, they're the remasters. Yeah. Oh. So. I, yeah, I bought of the original games like one and two because I bought all of them this year and last year because at some point they were all marked down to like two or three bucks a pop. Oh yeah, so yeah, the like because you can get the Kwame collection which I think is one through three. I'd have to go through my Xbox. Well,
0: there's the out. remastered collection which is three, four, and five. Now you got me wanting to. I do know. I do know that.
1: Hold on, I'm, I got my fire, my Xbox fired up here. Let's see games.
0: There we go. Can't wait to edit all the clicky clicks. Let me pause that while I look that up. There you go. There you go. You look that up. So, yeah, I think we have a lot to look forward to and play. And I, you know what? I need to do a better job of not spending money on games this year. 2022, not a problem. This year, I had problems. I've already detailed those problems on this podcast. I'm not going to rehash that. I'm just going to try Where's to. Be, hungry
2: pup when we need him?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to be better about that, and just play the games that I have. Uh, of course, unless there's a really good sale. Which reminds me, I picked up some games on sale through Fanatical and uh, some Steam sales. So I gotta, I gotta check those out and download them and actually play them. Matt, what did you find? All right, so if you go in chronological order, you have Yakuza Zero, and then
1: they did Kowami. Which is the original? I'm sorry, I have to like lean over to look at what it is. And then they did Kwame two, which is one and two. Those are like the remakes. Then there's Yakuza three remaster, four remaster, five remaster, and six. So I bought them all. I bought them all this year. Yeah. And then there's like a dragon, which is the turn base. Yeah. I need to go through this cause I know you like turn-based, but I'll tell you what, when I played with zero, I want to jump back into It's so good. It's I'm, so I'm fun. You,
0: you like the turn-based stuff. There's so I, much, so much like tongue in cheek references to dragon quest games in the, in like a dragon. It's. Oh, and, and the, to me, the characters are, I've, I've said this before. The characters are so relatable because they're, they are our ages. You know, you're calling us old. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I cannot but, connect with an 18 year old spiky blue haired kid. But you've got but a, I, someone who's like in their early 40s. Yeah, I, 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 I know, gotcha.
1: I get it. But I'll tell you what, if the Yakuza, I don't even know if they're still on Game Pass. It looks like sixes.
0: I think they um, are.
1: But it looks I like sixes. You know that Lucky Dragon's about
0: to leave the PS Plus library uh, or it already has?
1: But they're like the thing is, you know the crazy humor just in general outside of the like the whole that Japanese humor is still in these. I mean, there's something about in Zero when you're sit the action ones when you're sitting there, you're fighting someone, you're brawling, you're in the bathroom and you do the one move and it's like it's a you grab them you you go and you shove their head and bounce it off the side of the urinal. It's there's there's just something fun about it, man. Don't, I mean, if you look for them, these things go on sale all the time. They're old. I highly, if I know you like the turn base, but the action ones are fantastic from what I've played. And yeah,
0: I, I, I mean, there's, there's, the there's there, let's
1: see, there's a side quest on Zero where there's a, like a pop boy band trying to get help. And the guys, like, are these big losers, but you give them ideas and they get all, oh, I <laughs> like that idea. And it's, it's, it's fantastic. And it's so 80s with Zero. It's, Come on, it has the whole, it's Friday. Come on, you follow that on Twitter
0: X. Oh, oh yeah. I, I like it every time it shows up. I'm like, okay, I got to like this. So, <sighs> uh, so right.
1: don't sleep on them if you like the turn-based ones. I'm just saying. It's- like
0: what? I know, there's only so much time that I have because with this, <laughs> I feel well, well, when the spring semester starts, I have a brand new prep doing trigonometry, and I've never taught that. So I gotta make new documents, I gotta make videos. So it's, I don't know how much time I'm going to have to do anything. So we'll see. Anywho, I think that about does it for us. I know that we've got a lot of games to play. Does Santa know that you left the workshop? <laughs> I All
1: can't right. help it. I have low elf esteem at this time of year. He's an angry elf.
0: Yep. You know, I just had to throw this one right here too. I
1: didn't know you had elves working here.
0: I might have had a little bit a little bit of fun before we started this episode.
1: Just gonna say, but you know what they call a broke Santa Claus?
0: Uh, Saint Nicol
1: Less You got it Oh Fudge
2: But I didn't say fudge (laughs) I (laughs) said The queen Mother of all
1: dirty words The F dash dash dash
0: (laughs) You're welcome You're welcome So from all of the backlog busters here, we hope you guys have a fantastic holiday, Christmas, whatever it is. Play some games. Enjoy this fantastic hobby that we have. And uh, I guess you can always message us, find us on Discord, and tell us how we are somehow wrong with our picks. But you know what? They're opinions, so we don't really care. What we want to know is, what did, what did you what do you think? And, you know, before we get out of here, I did want to, where is it? So I asked our esteemed community what they predicted our games would be. For me, uh, this is all from Hoots. He said my number three would be Fire Emblem Three Houses. Okay, it was number one. That's not too bad. Super Mario Brothers Wonder for number two. And Forza Horizon 5. So I didn't quite make it. For Blaze Knight, he had Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, an honorable mention. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Another honorable mention, and he had your number one being Super Mario Brothers Wonder. So yay. Right on the money. And for Skinny Matt, he had number three, Tears of the Kingdom, number two, Gloomhaven, which made your number three. And number one, Dredge. So not quite accurate on some of these, but definitely games that we were interested in that we talked about and that we may come back to later. So thank you, Hoots, for for your picks. Alright guys. You know where to find us? Backlog underscore busters, you can find me at Mathman1024, knight 0923, and Skinny Matt K. So, as the old Grouchy search would say, peace out and trap her on. Hi buddy, hope you find your dad.
1: Thanks Mr. Narwhal.